All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 414 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about George Southern Atlanta Falcons football. And today, we're going to talk about uh, one topic from each team. I'll give you my thoughts and opinions on the cuts that uh, Atlanta Falcons had. Uh, basically, they were supposed to have five cuts yesterday, just like I talked about in my last episode. They actually had four, and um, they put one person on injured reserve. So we're going to talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about this running back at Georgia Southern. Just touched down earlier this year at the committing to Georgia Southern and already making waves. We're going to talk about his impact that possibly could be on the team and uh, give you my thoughts and opinions, all that stuff under the under this umbrella today. And uh, we're just going to go from there. If this is your first time here, welcome. This is the First and Frame Rate Show. Once again, I am VF Baller. We talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So if you want to listen to the audio side of this, the all the avenues are there for you. Uh, but if you want to look at the visuals, the visuals are here as well. So I appreciate the support, and I thank you for stopping by, and hopefully you hang around as we go through this episode. All right, we're going to get right into it. Um, the Atlanta Falcons had to cut five people. Or five players yesterday um, based on the roster, um, you know, getting broken down closer to the 53-man roster. And it went from 85 to 80. And the five people who were cut was Tucker Fist, the tight end from Stanford, which was kind of surprising, but we already had a, a lot of a tight ends on the team. Um, linebacker Rashad Smith from Florida Atlantic, which... Once again, we have a lot of linebackers that are actually pretty good in athletics, so I can see that could be a depth chart issue. Um, Trey Webb, which I'm going to get into that in a second, and that, that's why he's on the, um, the title of the, the show. Trey Webb is uh, was cut from Montana State, which that one actually surprised me a lot. Um, Seth Vernon, um, the punter from Portland State, I kind of saw that one coming as well once I found out who was um, – being cut because the other punter um pinion is actually you know look like he's doing a pretty good job and they put cornerback cornell on armstrong from southern mississippi put him on injured reserve now i didn't know that they could do that like put someone on injured reserve and count that as a cut that was kind of interesting but we end up cutting four players putting one on injured reserve and uh we're down to 80 players that is going to be active on the team uh I want to get into the Trey Webb um, cut because I actually thought that he was somewhat making waves throughout the um, the offseason and um, training camp. I uh, didn't hear his name much on the negative side, but we have a lot of DBs that are actually doing some things, and I thought he was one of them. So that was kind of surprising to me to watch you see him um, uh, be cut. Also, that he was um, pretty much, I think he was the teammate of Troy Anderson at Montana State. So I thought that was going to be pretty cool to have both of those guys on defense together, uh, kind of have that dynamic. And and Trey Webb is a fairly formidable player, so I would not be surprised. He may find a job somewhere else, or it could be a situation where we may pick him back up. You just never know. Uh, so that was that was kind of surprising to me. I did not expect that to happen. Um, Another one that stood out was, well, the other two, the tight end and the linebacker, uh, Fisk and, and Smith, they, they, they were not too much of a surprise because I get it. It was based on depth. But the Trey Webb one was really, honestly, I thought he was going to make the team because uh, I, I, um, I, I saw some good things out of him. I think he was um, doing pretty well against the tight ends throughout training camp. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you look at a situation where 
you have so many players with so much talent and um you only have so many slots to have a player on the team so therefore you can see where a situation where that um this could be a, a situation where some people get cut that you don't really expect some people you don't want to see go um like i said i i didn't expect you know any like real overtly big surprises so um I think Trey Webb was like the closest one that was actually a surprise where I was like, okay, I didn't see that coming. But uh, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I mean, it's a business at the end of the day, and that's how things are played out at times where you have certain players that, you know, end up getting cut where you just scratch your head and be like, what's going on? But from a pan, from a fan standpoint, that's just how we all feel. I mean, I know some people probably look at the 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 Fisk or the Smith situation, or even the Seth Vernon or Armstrong, the other guys. Some other fans probably be like, "Wait, wait, what happened? Why did they get cut? I thought they were doing well." You know, but for me, I thought Trey Webb was the one that was going to be, you know, at least make it to the last cut stage, at the very least. Um, you know, but I, I just thought he was gonna make the team, but it it was it's kind of you know surprising. But we'll see what happens with that. I'm um want to continue to watch because next time next go around it's gonna be uh 27 players gonna get cut. It's gonna go from 80 to 53, so we're gonna have a lot of players getting cut next week. So people need to show that they, they need to do something within the next few you know days of practice and the game against the Jets. And uh, to try to make a name for themselves and stand out. Oh, excuse me. Um, but I really feel that uh, there's going to be some names that's actually going to surprise at that point. That's 27 players. So we're going to um, revisit that next week and see what happens there. Um, I have a gut feeling of a couple of them. I do not want to put them out there now. Um, one person that I feel that may surprise a lot of people Um is is that that's in the back of my mind now and uh it's gonna be uh really really interesting to see if that happens i like i don't want to put out there yet because i don't want to you know put that energy out there i want all the good players well pretty much i want all the players to make the team honestly but you know you only have 53 people on the team so um that's going to be uh really interesting to see if that one particular person makes a team because uh i don't want to name them yet but i i really like that player so hopefully it pans out so uh, hopefully we'll see where Trey Webb goes. We'll see where if all these other guys can find a job somewhere else as well. But I, I really was surprised with the Trey Webb um, cut. I, I really was. So uh, let's get into the other topic. We're going to talk about Amari Arnold. Um, this guy, uh, this kid, um, I guess you can call him a young man, has been making waves at Georgia Southern. He's been doing his thing at Georgia Southern. Coming out of a Georgia Brooks County High School, 5'9", 180. Running back, uh, I can't begin to tell you the things that he's done for uh, um, his high school. Don't really want to get into the high school aspect too much. I know I did that with Jalen White not too long ago. And, uh, you know, Jalen White has put up some, uh, you know, incredible numbers in, uh, in at Alabama. But when you look at, another person like Amari Arnold, what he was able to do in um his whole situation, what he was able to do when he played at uh uh what was it, Brooks County High, Quitman, Quitman, Georgia, ended up being a player of the week. I mean, dude basically ran for over five thousand yards over his entire career. 
And uh, I think he ran for like 320 yards in a playoff game or a national, I mean, in the state title game or something like that. I mean, it, it was, it, you know, like I, said, I don't want to get too much into the high school stuff. I want to get into what he's done in college so far. So far, he's been turning heads with the coaching staff. And as a freshman, that's really hard to do when you come right out of college into, I mean, right out of high school into college, especially at the running back position. You you have a situation where you have running backs like Jalen White and and uh oh goodness what is his name oh boy I don't I don't forgot his name that quick uh it'll come to me but we have guys like Jalen White and uh Terion Dixon and uh you know this is Terion Dixon I, I think I got that wrong but nevertheless we have running backs like that um that are actually formidable have experience. And, and actually can be enable to run the ball the way that we've seen them do it, it it's really going to be interesting to see how he fits in because I I'm, I don't think he's going to end up being, the you know, running back one. I just did a video on Jalen White, how he could possibly be the Sun Belt player of the year. But um, when you have a guy like Omari Arnold basically showing out during, you know, uh, fall camp, doing things during scrimmage, playing very well against, you know, the first team defense, um, finding ways to get open and catch the ball out the backfield, doing things that, you know, not only that uh, these other guys can do, but in some cases doing it to the point at the same level. It, it, it's really interesting to see because, like I said, when you have a Jalen White, when you have, you know, a Gerald Green or, you know, you know when you have these guys that are able to uh, – you know, show out and, and actually been able to do good things already. I mean, both of these guys, white and green, have shown you for the last couple of years that they can be able to do some things, you know. So, but when he comes in and disrupts a lot of stuff, like, it's going to be very difficult to keep him off the field. It's like, like, how could you? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not going to be easy to keep a guy like that off the field, you know. So this is something that we're really going to have to um, look into. And I said Terry on Dixon. I don't know where I get Dixon from, but it's Tyler Jordan that I was talking about. You know, another good, pretty good running back out of military college. You know, Terrence Gibbs is another one out of, you know, Forest Park. I mean, you got, you got what, you know, A.J. Brown, Robert Edwards. Yeah, I did say Terry on Dixon. There he is. I, I, I know I was wrong, but I was re referring to Tyler Jordan. But when you have all these guys that are – pretty much talented and you got a, a a running back a freshman that is standing out that that big is it, it really showed bodes well for the future you know you're gonna and, and i talked about him in another episode with him and terrence gibbs where both of these guys could literally be the future once you know green and uh jalen white you know decide to move on to the next level you know or of their careers you know it's 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 going to be really interesting because I don't know how uh, Coach Helton does this. You know, he's our first year as a um, quarter. I mean, as a coach, how does he do with underclassmen? Do he have them play right away? Is he one of the type that do the seniority thing like the last regime did? Because you got to understand, this, I'm gonna be honest. It's one of the reasons why I feel Jalen White has been was had to be patient for this long because you had other guys that was playing running back at the time that were basically juniors and seniors and Jalen White as a freshman I felt was 
just as good, if not better, than the other guys that we had. You know, so I was actually surprised that he set for two years for the most part until now he has the, the reins to actually take over as that guy. Is it going to be a situation like that where, you know, Amari, which they call him OJ, is really hard to keep him off the field, but they're going to keep him off the field based on seniority, or is he going to let the hot hand or the hot legs run up and down the field? I I, I kind of tend to lean towards uh, I kind of tend to lean to let the best man play, you know, not necessarily just carry the load, but put him out on the field, third down situations, uh, mix it up and throw him out there when the defense is expecting one thing. You know, uh, so I, I'm not sure if it's going to be a running back commit by committee type thing, but you will have the talent to do so. I mean, running back coach Merritt already said he felt like he had probably the best running back uh, core in the country. And I don't know if that's just coach talk or because he's here, but I already felt that before he even got here. You know, when you look at these other guys that that we haven't even thought about yet or some people that we haven't even listened or talked about yet, when you look at a Robert Edwards the third. That is, you know, that came from Columbus, Georgia. Um, uh, Jordan uh, Jordan Pearson is another guy from Lawrence, South Carolina. You know, um, the you know you got like what six or seven running backs here that are, you know, almost ready to go. I mean, AJ Brown actually showed some, you know, some flashes uh, when he had carried the rock. And let and I, and I know that, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Wide receiver. He plays wide receiver now. Um, Jones, Amari Jones. We've seen Amari Jones could go back there and do a little bit of everything. I doubt if they'll put him back there based on the structure of the team now, but you have players that you have a lot of players that can run the rock on this team. You know, so with that being said, I think it's something that we could see where you have like three or four running backs playing the game. that actually could be able to run for, you know, 75, hundred yards a game. But as of right now, we're still looking at Jalen White. Amari Arnold is actually making waves that actually could, you know, uh, put some things together and actually make find us find himself on the on the field sometime this season. Uh, I think the the Morgan State game could be a pretty good uh, test. You know, you know, as an FCS team, you don't want to take them lightly. But if things go the way that we expected to go with Georgia Southern, pretty much, you know. Um, putting their foot down and running away with that game, we could possibly see a Mariano go out there and do some things, you know. So it's going to be really interesting to see uh, at what's going to happen with you know the situation at running back. You know, we we kind of know how everything else is going. Uh, pretty much everything is in place, but Georgia Southern has always been, uh, you know, they always been uh known for their running backs and right now we got like four or five of them that can do some things at least three that i know as of right now you know um i haven't heard much about terrence gibbs but right now we have um jalen white uh gerald green and amari arnold right now it's like really you know they're they're the guys so it's going to be really interesting to see how that's going to play out uh, how much playing time could amari arnold see i think i think he's going to get some because i think he's gonna get some playing time because i've been hearing his name a little bit too much right now so we'll see how it goes um if you like this commentary hit the like button share this podcast subscribe to the channel if you haven't already what do you think about trey webb getting cut 
What do you think about uh, the other cuts from the Atlanta Falcons? Also, what do you think about Mariano? Do you think that he's going to be one of those guys that um, break the ranks and and run over and, and have a lot of playing time as a freshman? What do you guys think? I think that is it's a high possibility because you don't want to, you know, run one running back into the ground. You want to kind of mix it up, especially with this, this day and age of uh, football. But we'll see. Um, personally, I think that he'll get some playing time uh pretty much uh in situational situations unless if he actually just continues to blow the doors off of people and um i think at the, at the least he's probably end up being running back number two at the very least but we got you know a little bit less than a month to find all that out we'll see how that goes um thank you guys for watching um once again thank you guys for listening i'm on youtube and uh youtube and rumble also on anchor stitch spotify apple and google podcast uh, thank you guys for the support and we're just continue continuously growing because of you guys can't thank you guys enough all right y'all i am going to get up out of here and um you guys take it easy enjoy the rest of your wednesday and we'll be back on thursday with more content all right y'all i'll take it easy you guys be blessed peace